0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Fairdinkum Podcast. My name is Barusa. I'm normally behind the scenes. Today, I sat down on the couch with Ashraf and Ali as we touched on our short-term and long-term goals and what we want to achieve before we reach the age of 30. We spoke about our perspective on life from our mid-20s to, to 30 compared to our early 20s. We also spoke about new initiatives that we plan to start. Um, you're really going to enjoy this episode. Sit back, relax, and yeah, enjoy.
1: Still we'll start with the same thing, Okay. you know. Um, one thing with me about to turn twenty five, you know, I'm starting to recall like I'm not. I'm thinking I'm not in my early twenties. People like you guys were saying before that when you hit twenty five, you do have a mind shift, um, switch, and that's what I'm trying to think. I'm like I'm not actually in my young twenties. I think the twi- the eighteen to twenty five is like the, your uni years, you know. You're like oh, you're still discovering yourself, and even at twenty five, you can still be in the same thing. But then at least for me. And you guys might be saying, bro, by twenty five, I thought I have a bit more things established, and that's when you start to uh, like actually like question everything you're doing, start to take life a bit more serious, mm. you know. So I think now, me, I'm looking at my like what I want to accomplish by thirty, and that's the thing that I'm like kind of scared about, because I'm like, am I really gonna do it? Or do, you re-
2: do you reckon like because you did your goal settings from earlier, now looking at twenty five, do you think you were over ambitious, and has that changed or no? Because you know you said you have you, you've, you've goal set it early and now you're looking at 30. Yeah, so I started cool. goal setting
1: like twenty eighteen. So six years ago. Yeah. I was oh, nineteen. Right. That's the first time I wrote my five-year plan and stuff. Um I don't think it's being like I technically achieved a lot of the stuff that I did. It was like finish uni, get married, you know, save certain money. Hajj was one of the goals, but obviously COVID. So I accepted that. It's like two years of Hajj wasn't really available. Inshallah, the next two years I'll go. So it kind of evens out. Uh, money was, you know, I saved the amount I wanted to. One of the goals was like a house investment, but I understand. Like I was, I was nineteen at the time. Yeah, you, you didn't really understand a lot of the goals you're setting, and now it's like you can pretty much pick hajj or house. Like yeah. really, you know, unless you have a hundred k, it's like hajj for two people is going to be at least forty k. So you got to kind of pick. Um, but really, the last episode, you know, Muhammad Isaac? When he said that quote, Imam Al-Haddad, the scholar of the past, said, if by the age of 21, you don't have something to brag about, you never will. Hmm. And when he said that, wallah, hit me because I have nothing to, I at least feel what I'm going to say, I have a decent podcast.
2: Like it's a pretty crap thing to brag I about. I, I got. Do you reckon it's a perspective thing though? Like as in, because to say something to brag about, you could have done a few things where it's like it happened so long ago that it's like, yeah, I did that and you kind of moved on. But there's certain things I put, like, for example, Burak comes in the episode,
1: 21, black belt. We have Hafaz, 20 years old, memorize the Quran. Me, for example, I might say, oh, I've been to like 20 countries. But it's like, really, you know what I mean? A lot of people have that, like, what is that really something to brag about? And it's not that you should have the intention to learn things to brag about it. But I feel like if I, ha- if I memorized or got a house, like that at least be something pretty cool. So now it's making me realize at 25, like I don't have time to play around anymore. Yeah. I got to take things more serious, and, and you
2: want to look back at th- things where it's like you're at least proud of. It's like I did this, I did that, like and just pretty much, you know, you back yourself. I think, think
1: yeah, look, environment plays a big part because the people around you might, in the early twenties, not care about goals and stuff like that. You might, and really, it's a privilege for us to be at eighteen thinking about getting a house. Yeah. Like, m- look, th- we have to be grateful for obviously being in Australia, Alhamdulillah, Not really, you don't have to worry about food, shelter, accommodation, um, university, all these things are pretty normal. Like we're not in, Alhamdulillah, Allah's blessed us with Australia, and we have to make the most of it. But I just wanted, like looking back at the last six years and the amount of free time I had, abundance of opportunities, it's like, I really want to make sure the next five, six years, you know, before 30, I get to accomplish something, to have something to brag about, you know? So let be
0: proud of, you know? Yeah. When you look back now, like for the last five years, for example, when it comes to like regret, do you think it's because of lack of opportunities or is it just like lack of immaturity?
1: Look, I think before, um, at least me personally, before COVID, you can you can only do so much. Like as in I was 19, I came back, no money in the bank account. You know how it was at uni, you remember? Uh, I think COVID was like a year I would have made the most of it because I was the last year of uni, you remember together? We we're thinking of studying abroad. We had yeah. all these plans. Boom, COVID happened. Bruce and I were at uni every day. I remember he came to my office Student Union. Where did you guys want to study abroad? It's wherever La Trobe had, but La Trobe had a lot around Asia and stuff. But I remember Brisa came. That would have been sick. Because I, I was the vice president, La Trobe Student Union, so I got an office at uni. Imagine that. Mm. Had a nice couch, monitor, cool. TV. I could bring anyone I wanted in. So Brisa was a part of the Islamic side. I said, come to my office. I'm like, bro, this is going to be lit this year. Whenever you want, <laughs> we have got a private area around, right in the hub, the center of the uni, not some, you know, faraway place. I'm like, this is going to be so hectic. A week later, I think that was a week. COVID. Yeah, it was last week of Feb. Wow. After that, boom, COVID. I never used the office once. And that would have been the prime year to, I for us to travel, explore, we're working. Like, that's the things we wanted to do. And then after that, we couldn't, like, I got a full-time job. I was getting trying to get married. So it was a bit of a different thing. I don't really regret any of it. But it just made me more conscious of the next couple of years. Like time is going away and life's only going to get harder. So make the most of what's in front of you.
0: And if you think about it as well, COVID kind of took two to three years out of our lives as well. Like it's a in lot. early 20s. It's a big thing. But then on the other side of things, like a lot of people started selling things and a lot of people actually grew through COVID. So
1: I know it's like it's a bit of a all, the, all the business ideas you could have done. The only yeah. thing you couldn't do was maybe travel or see your friends as much. But for example, getting your peak body. What's your excuse? You could have ran, trained and all this stuff. So it's the, that kind of thing. But really, I'm not gonna dwell on the past. Halas, happened, lessons learned, it made me the person I am today. But it's more about making sure the next five years I smash it out. Hmm. how did you guys feel when you said 25?
0: Was there a shift in mindset? For me, it was a bit of a wake up call. Um, <clears throat> look, I try tried, tried my best not to compare myself to other people. But but then again, like, you know, there's society pressure as well. Um, people in your mid-20s are getting married, like, I think like friends and your surroundings some boys are getting married some boys are like starting businesses and then you kind of question yourself it's like uh, where are you where are you at like you know you're 25 and it's 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 a bit tricky but uh, for me um look I don't have many regrets to be honest with you uh besides the fact that like I kind of wasted my time at uni for the first few years um I was all about that social life early on but then it kind of like I kind of woke up once everyone started graduating everyone started getting jobs and I was a bit late to the party, but Alhamdulillah, like eventually everything worked out well. Um, but for me, I, I'm I'm kind of like, I'm pretty happy with the way I've gone through my um, my early 20s. And Do
1: you have a goal before 30? Like, is the things that comes to your mind, like cause now you d- you've you done Hajj. So that's obviously like a big thing that people want to do early on if they can. Is there something that you're like, before 30, I really want to do this? Yeah. Or even <sighs> 35, 40, you know, like what's the things that you're just craving to have?
0: Yeah, alhamdulillah, Hajj was like up there for me, Um, and you know, I had the opportunity to go because my parents went as well, but um, I don't know, I think it was after COVID when I realised I haven't really travelled much, well, sorry, like I was travelling, like once a year, twice a year, I was going to Thailand and that stuff for business <laughs> purposes but um like nice <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, traveling for like enjoyment you know like i wanted to go and watch the premier league i wanted to go to england see the culture there um and just explore different parts of the world and alhamdulillah like i as soon as covid stopped i went travel the world you know in a year i traveled to like seven countries um went to makkah three times alhamdulillah like within that within that year so like That's I... That's
2: amazing in itself just to say that. Adoption. I did a lot
0: like in that in that period, you know, but now it's like looking back, it's like, all right, I got to establish myself as well. There's a lot to think about. Yeah. And then I don't, like I said, I don't like comparing myself, but like I do tend to hang out with people who are older than me. And I see these guys have just started their own businesses and they're doing very well. They've purchased a pharmacy or have done this or done that. But then I realize they're like in their late 30s and they're 40 and it's like, wait a second, I have time. I have time. So I shouldn't panic but then to get there, i got to start now as well. So I, I personally feel like it's not too late, even when you're in your mid-20s, your late-20s, but the earlier you start, the better. Um, yeah, and I feel like looking back as well, the lack of resources and support um, that there was back then compared to now is completely different. Um, there's so much resources out there. There's so, so much support in general uh, compared to back then when I was – like, for example, when I was in Year 12 – I, I had no clue of what I wanted to do and like all our parents our ethnic parents just say you got to be a doctor or engineer or this and I really d- wasn't interested in that you know and we didn't really have that much support around us but now like for the for the youth growing up they have role models such as like such as older the people um, mm. that have already graduated um, there's so much there's so many different organisations and stuff that can support them um, yeah I just feel like it just depends on the the shift in the generation, I guess.
1: Yeah. Do you feel like there's a eagerness for you to reach that peak, like see if I'm like in your late thirties, like for the success, or you don't mind kind of going through the years, like because there's like the journey, or just wanting to be at that level. Like for example, the certain things I want to do. Like for example, would just say like I want to be a black belt in BJJ. I just want to be a black belt, you know. Like right like now, but then, what yeah, that yeah. goes ten years. It's like ten years, four days a week. That's his metric to become a black belt. Like, bro, that's. Like, you'd rather just have the thing now. Like, I'm just, I'm eager to get to the finish line, let, let, let alone, like, focus on the journey. Have Like, do you think about that? Or is it, is it success, like, goal-oriented or journey-oriented? Uh, I think
0: for me, it's more journey because I really want to enjoy it while I go and take, um, like, try different new experiences and just really have a crack at things. Like, I, I love to take risk, but I wasn't taking any risk in the last five to ten years. What do you mean you love to take risks? No, I in, like... We we're all scared to start a new vent- uh, venture or like travel or to do a certain a uh, certain thing, um, but I feel like now I'm to just you know take as much risk as I can, and just go through it. I guess.
2: Yeah, there's something things if we've that sense, we've, yeah. we've seen like he has taken a lot of risk this year, and it's a good start. And like it's actually exciting to see what he's gonna do, and it's all in the actions basically. Yeah, because we take see away. a lot of us as well. We catch ourselves out. You know, we want to do this, we want to do that. We have all these grand ideas. But then we get to the point the opportunity is there, it's like, oh, the doubt creeps in. You know, some one person says this like side comment, like, oh, like they, you know, they push it aside, they belittle it, your idea. And that's where you start to the doubt starts to creep in. So it's good to see like these ventures starting, man, that alhamdulillah like what he's doing. And in the communities, you're starting to see people trying new things. And all it takes sometimes is for one person to try and be like, actually that's good. One I do my idea finally. So I think I think it's good. Our community is growing and w- in numbers and that's where sometimes it does help. But then also someone just needs to pave the way. Yeah, I guess exactly. to show that's actually possible.
1: I think you start to realise now that because the community is growing so big, there's kinda a need for more things than you can think. Like uh, we had we have the Fed Income Athletic Crew, we train the brothers once a month. One brother finishes the session, he goes, Man, I love this. Like there should be a, you know, or May or a gym, you know? And then you yeah, are speaking with a brother today at lunch, said the same thing. Like not that, you know, whoever wants to actually open that up, that's a good venture to have. Sha'Allah the Muslims support you. But it's like these type of things 20 years ago were an option. But now there's probably demand and enough people to actually have a successful Muslim-only gym. Like that's high quality. Yeah, and then, definitely. you know, your run club. And then whatever it is, like there's all these different things.
2: Mm. So and like for a lot of these families as well, so I am talking to a mate, like, their parents came to Australia, obviously, for security, and that was their main purpose, like, for when they come. That's the main focus. That's what they do, you know, whatever job it is, the money they make. But it's now, alhamdulillah, it's like, not everyone, but most people, with the second generation, where it's like, okay, we have that security, alhamdulillah, from growing up, because in, in Australia, like, we do have that quality of lifestyle, where it's like, okay, what else can we do to impact our community and not just help ourselves? Like, uh, you know, start to think, um, like, with ambition, start to look at what the community needs, these type of things. And I think it's only just the start, mm. but I think there's a lot of potential.
1: You know, when I look at that, I don't look at the step number 10. I look at, like, step number one. Like, for example, with the gym, I, I don't think, oh, you know, if I want to open up a gym, I more think, oh, let's do something small first and then, like, gain experience. Like, people say, like, that your TED business will be a successful business. Same as, like, with the Vine Club. Like, you don't know what it's going to turn into. And that's what I started to realize whenever we have guests on, like, Ruben, I think it was um, Ali Fahoud. When he came on, they spoke about their journeys, and they're like, you know, Ruben started in uh, wedding photography. And now look what he's doing. Commercials for any company in Australia, like government, Lamborghini, Ferrari, Grand Prix, AFL Grand Final. Like, he would be there. He's the man for that. But he started in wedding photography. You don't know what step 10 is going to be. us we didn't think we're going to be running that thing we want to do in a couple months Mm. it's like damn like these things this is just podcast to workout crew you're running crew and then it's like boom now you're going to hold the charity event for your half marathon and it's like then you might run an event in april Like these are step four five in your long journey but you can't plan that early on
2: yeah
0: it's it's like the saying be the change you want to see in the world yeah no, no like I'll
2: okay, be honest yeah. with you.
1: Like,
0: yeah. I'll be honest with you. Like in our community, everyone's just scared, scared to either start something or like to pave the way for someone because they f- they fear backlash or they fear that they won't succeed. You know, and it's our responsibility, technically, us, like especially if, for example, like ourselves, um, to be role models for the for the younger generation, for our community in general. If you have a platform, your it's your responsibility to at least try and create something, you know, to pave the way for others yeah. and to Create that community environment. I'll be honest with you.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know when you cause when I hear the word role model, I like want to run away from that position as to anything. Like, I, I know what you mean, but just the idea, like, being a role model, like, until, I, until I'm established, like, with those credentials, which you might not even need to be a role model, it's uh, and I feel like, you should, like it shouldn't be something you yearn for, like, you desire. And are you the same way? Like,
2: yeah, uh, for me, I've started to because I agree 100% with Brissa, like, people. I include myself as well. Like I it's something, it's a battle you still deal with internally where it's like you do care about um, like people's opinions or like, you know, you failing and people's opinions of how you look when you fail. Like it, it's going to look like, oh, you failed so many things. You know, this guy's not doing things well, you know, blah, blah, blah. We're a bit emotional, I think, in that sort of sense. But in terms of the role models, I like to look at it more through my actions, like what I'm doing like the run clubs or like the event I've told you about that I want to do, and inshallah, at the end of the year as well. And just by showing what I'm doing, people maybe get inspired, inshallah. Because if you do start to look to, I want to be a role model, I want to be a role model, I I want people to look at me, it can play with your, your nafs, your intentions naturally as well. So I think maybe the way you word it as well, but it is a difficult thing to distinguish.
1: Okay, what's your event in the run club? What's this kind of thing? Early hours? So I started this run, what? Yesterday, was it? I'm brand new. Yeah, yesterday.
2: Yeah, it was yesterday, yeah. official, yeah? so your baby was born. <laughs> you, you called <laughs> it your baby, on am yeah, story. It's my baby, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I made a WhatsApp chat like two weeks ago from my personal account. And I'm just like, oh, if you boys want to join for like a run, I want to pray at the mosque, Fajr at the mosque. I want to go for a run, like just an easy run, whatever it is. And then go for some coffee or like breakfast. This is what like it's it's quite common now in Australian culture. We see it around Melbourne especially. And I thought to myself like why can't we do – like I remember mentioning that it is foreign running in general. So the idea of going for runs for no purpose, like usually when you go for runs it's like sport purpose. You're trying to get fit you know, for like professional level. But there's no purpose of just going for runs as like – you know, in interest or just to stay fit in general. I think it's quite um, uncommon in our culture. So I think over time it will start to become more normal because people see the physical benefits and mental. And obviously what's better than praying Fajr at the mosque first and then doing that? And we're talking about like the ideal day, the ideal week you would want to have. And if money wasn't an option, how would your ideal week or day look like? And for me, I have to ask myself that, which isn't easy. It sounds like a a grand concept. but When you actually think about it, you start from the start, of course. You think about Fajr at the mosque, of course, is ideal. Why can't it be? And then after that, for me personally, from other experiences, other days I've done it, is moving the body, whether it's gym, running. And for me personally, running is something I want to get into. I'm still a beginner at running. Um, I do see a lot of mental and physical benefits to it. So it's something I do want to challenge myself more with. And I just tied in the two with, I guess, coffee, I don't know, breakfast, just maybe get a chance to meet people at the same time as well, connect people, networking. I think it's another way to, another opportunity for more people to network, not just from, you know, having these network just dinners, where it's like you're doing it through the sport, doing it through a physical activity, where it's like, I already understand you a bit because we have a similar mindset. I'm willing to get up to pray Fajr at the mosque. I'm willing to go for a run at 6 a.m., And it's like straight away you have that mutual um, interest.
1: With starting a run club, why didn't you wait until like you complete a half marathon or complete a marathon? Like until technically you become an established runner.
2: I've thought about that. Because like the workout
1: crew, imagine starting the workout crew and we don't lift. Hmm. You know know what I mean? Like we're pretty decent lifters. Like like, all the boys that train with us, they know. Like, you know what I mean? They They know our level we we can run sessions and we should run sessions like that's the w- the way we train but then for running you're saying you people are coming on the runs and they're better runners than you so what made you want to start that like is it because you
2: already have the fed income you're like let's do it i wanted to shift the perspective of how it's looked at so i'm telling people and how i did start two weeks ago the first weekend was i'm going to do this come join me if you want i'll make a group chat just to send details and that's why I want to continue ads because, like I said before, running is not common in our culture. So I want to, I want people to see that I'm not good at running and I know for a fact in in how many months it's going to be that I'm going to be a lot, a lot better runner. And people are going to see that difference and realise, okay, I can do that as well. I can start from zero and run a marathon. Mm. That's so the goal, run a marathon? Yeah, this year run a marathon, inshallah, no. at the end of the year. So, so I want us people to see that, whether they join now, whether they join after I do the marathon. Because they'll see the proof, then they believe. Okay, I can actually start from zero. I don't have to be good at this. Because, yeah, I think a lot of people think you know, if I'm, I'm going to rock up to a run club, I have to be good. If I'm a beginner, I'm not going to look good. People are going to think I'm unfit or you know. Be Do you heavy. know who normally hits the
1: most? The guy that joins the group when and then he you go my first one's two k and he goes oh, man like you know I'm we're at the same level and then six months later you run a marathon and he's still running two k. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when you see that, you're like, "Damn, man, I played myself." Like my those of those those moments, man, they hurt. Yeah, definitely, they definitely.
2: Hurt. Because you think, "Damn, like all I had to do was stay consistent."
1: It happens with archery because I started archery last year after Ramadan, May. Mm. So technically, like nine months. Like that was I did a foundations three weeks. That's all I've done. Three weeks course. I go in that archery camp two weeks ago. Brothers that are in the advanced class. When did you start? September. October, August. <laughs> wow. You're in the advanced. I'm in the beginner, bro. I did three lessons. They're like, yeah. yeah, I just come once a week from September. Nothing special. Like, for six months of disciplined work gets you, obviously, like you said, to a marathon level or an advanced class. Then I'm like, damn, man. And now I'm leaving in who knows how long. It's like I'm not gonna have enough time to hit reach the advance, mm. and then you miss out
2: on that opportunity. It's true, and like what a lot of people actually don't know. The first run I did, the first weekend, there was about like six brothers with me. And I was getting shin splints. So I actually only, we only ran about three Ks, which to be honest, not much. And it was at a slow pace, but I was getting shin splints where it's like, my shins were screaming at me like it was painful. And I was thinking to myself, like, how am I running this? How am I going to do this run club if I'm getting shin splints from just like a short run? And now I saw, and now I did like two, two, three days ago, 12 Ks. So I'm already seeing the like huge differences and it's just from consistency. It's just showing up Repetition, your body adapts, the human body is crazy. When you finish 12, did you think, how the hell am I going to do a marathon?
1: Because it's like t- three and a half, whatever, four times the yeah. amount. How many cases of marathon, 43 or something? 42. 42. 42. You did 12, so whatever, three and a bit yeah. times it. Did you think, I can't do this times two over and, you know, two and a half times? No, no I'm,
2: not, I'm not thinking about that, that's why. That's the dangerous thing, yeah? Even like the 12Ks, if I was always thinking about the 12Ks when I was running... Which I did, but then I minimized it. Then I would have killed myself mentally. So running is like you literally have to focus. You have to be present because if you're not, you're just gonna think about your shins. You're gonna think about your knees. Starts to hurt your hips. So present in what there? Present in like exactly the K. Because I keep looking at my watch as well, like the distance I'm at, or you know maybe the part of the. But the if course you look at I'm the distance, at. like for example, you look and goes three K. And then it goes
1: 3.1. And you look and goes 3.4. Wouldn't you be thinking, oh, I'll just finish at 4? Uh, this, you know.
2: Well, that's one thing why I started the club as well. Where it's like... Accountability. Accountability, exactly. Uh, first for showing up. I have to show up to Fajr at the mosque, which is amazing. And then also showing up to the run and doing it. Whatever the case, I said uh, I'm going to do, I'm going to do. And also the brothers that come with me, Alhamdulillah, they're better runners than me. Mm. So then it keeps me accountable and I have to keep up with them.
1: I think that helps a lot. Like if, you had, if
2: you had beginners everyone
1: beginners for a long 12k run everyone's like I've never ran 12k's you might have to push them where instead you, the people you're technically like bringing along are pushing you which is a blessing Alhamdulillah
2: man it's good and even with the marathon like outlook that's why I'm doing this pre-ramadan event of like running half marathon where it's like I'm pacing myself it's like I'm ticking off certain goals and then I've, so 12k's is the most I've done till today yeah I do the half marathon it's like okay I've done half marathon, I can do a marathon, I can work towards it, it's like that belief system, you know, 10k, 12k, half marathon, who knows after that, like that type of thing. Is it going to you know just I
0: mean? be a, just a regular joining type event or is it like a,
2: yeah, so I don't where do you want to do it, so yeah, what is it, the event, it? so we're, we're doing um Coburg Lake to Albert Park, Okay. Is that twenty one Ks? Like what So is it? our Kobe Lake, I think it's one one lap and then we head off and then go our park one lap. Twenty one. What happens if so like there's thirty people? Is this okay to run on the roads and stuff? We'll figure it out, yeah. Is there like a trail? Yeah, basically, or main road or like footpath, yeah. We'll figure it out. It's a so work like in progress. And like, what if there's fifty or seventy people yeah, like that's you a good point. You, you might have to One of my students w- wants to join. He's a runner. See? Spanish guy, yeah. Plan plan for a yeah, true. Because and so even with these things of like creating the Run Club, doing this event, which by now should be posted with this episode, I don't know what's going to happen next, but that that's the beauty in it, I guess, as well, where it's like, bismillah, take the leap of faith. We'll see how it goes. This guy's going to be recording it, inshallah, on the He's day. He's doing it. You can do both.
0: we might get like an electrical uh, scooter. Yeah, and yeah. A <laughs> and a gimbal. And <laughs> the gym could do that, yeah. And next minute will fall into the, into the river. <laughs>
2: No, nah, no, nah, it should be good inshallah. Yeah. So so with these things, I'm just doing it, making it happen, and then see what happens next, inshallah.
1: Mm. And uh, that marathon is your Masogi of the year, 2024?
2: Full marathon, yeah, it is. Yeah. Can you define what it is? Because a lot of people I think listening to this oh, don't know. What Masogi?
1: It is. Yeah. Yeah. They need to they need to watch Jesse Itzler, yeah. Uh there's this guy, he what's it called? His name is Jesse Itzler. He um he talks a lot about goal setting. He has a couple different he was been on Joe Rogan. But he has, the, he has a, he uses the word masogi. He makes it, it's a popular term now. It's your year defining event. So when you look back on certain years, 2015, 16, 17, there's normally certain things like, for example, me 2016, I finished school. 2017, I went to Jordan. Or 2019, I taught my ACL. Like different things you have your, you have memories just on life. It's nice to have something to look back on. But he, he makes, because some things are just a part of life. Like I said, ACL, you go on a holiday. Those are just things you're going to do anyway. But he likes to have a Masogi, which is one day a year where you physically challenge yourself. You push your maxes, you know, or you reach a goal. It's like, oh, in 2024, I ran my first marathon. That's what Ali's going to say. In 2025, I ran my first Ironman. And then you have these, whatever you pick or you do, you bench a certain number, you squat a certain number. Like it's these year-defining moments that you do. So it's obviously good to have a goal for a day Mm. or a weekend. Mine's the Spartan race.
2: Still is? on a. (laughs) <laughs> Still thinking about it yeah <laughs> Maybe
1: half marathon Look the goal is a marathon But I'm not into running like you Like obviously it'll be nice to do a marathon Like it'll like a life accomplishment yeah. But I, uh, in my yearly planning like a month ago I wasn't thinking of Oh I really want to do a marathon this year Because I'm travelling and stuff
2: Half marathon's good if you join us Your I goals can change life? man you know yeah. I
1: really wrote my goals for like the first five months so After that, I'm travelling and it's different goals then hmm. You know so I said oh, In the first five months that's what I want to do and that's the things you can control. So I knew the next five months might change and holidays. Yeah. and So Spartan Race, I think, would be pretty good.
0: For those who don't know, <coughs> uh, what can you define
1: what a Spartan Race Bloody is? I'm just defining everything. <laughs> right it's, uh, inst- there's different ones, five, ten, half marathon and full marathon. Instead of just running straight, which because you can build consistency, like Ali said, you can talk, distract yourself. This has obstacles on the way. So 10 kilometers, the one, inshallah, I want to do, has like 20 obstacles. So maybe each 500 meters, you've got to carry something, lift something, climb up a wall, do something intense. Like Take one or two minutes, and it'll be physically um, exerting. And that changes your momentum, which makes it more of a challenge. Because running, eventually you just keep flow state. You're chatting with your brother on a marathon. You run 10Ks, and you're like, yeah, that's 50 minutes. Boom. So this has the obstacles. I've never run 10Ks before. So it's a bit of a... um, different test but yeah that's what i wanted to do i thought it'd be cooler because i like the that type of challenge more than running because yeah, running gets boring
2: you yeah, can't undermine that 10 k spine race is going to be tough man inshallah yeah so it's actually a big challenge so it it, can, it still should be we'll do an episode on that when i uh, if we complete it inshallah inshallah.
0: Inshallah. Yeah. inshallah
2: pre-spine race
0: yeah post-spine race or post yeah yeah inshallah
2: yeah. it's exciting with these type of things like you know you being the like taking the first step of these type of things just like making it happen Mm. because i feel like like going back to the 25 you know being the late 20s i think one thing is like taking that first step of doing things or obviously so many things happened in the past for you to get to this point to like mentally to think to think like this so you like having regrets you weren't thinking the same back then so you can't really be that realistic with you know oh I should have done this should have done that because you didn't think the same you weren't the same person, so I think it's a it's a big shift when it comes to late twenties you know you start to think about you become a bit more serious because you see the people around you not just yourself changing, and that just wakes you up it's like a sign it's like okay maybe I should because naturally we are we do compare ourselves even though we shouldn't but we do, but
1: I just feel like sometimes I'm just wasting so much time like I don't even waste that much but like Instagram for an hour or, you yeah. know like, I'm just thinking like, man, I'm wasting, you know? I think
2: focus, man. Focus is uh, the number one thing that will change everything. for All of us. I struggle as well, man. Mm. I sit there and I'm scrolling. It's like, what the hell am I doing? So these type of things, I think just figuring out what, what's going to – that one change is going to help you towards like, you know, with your goals and yeah. making sure like, you're Even in this check.
1: year, normally I, s- I have my goals and I have <coughs> – um, ten goals throughout the year, or even like t- targets, like finish twenty books and save this amount of money, which are just targets. But this year, I'm like not nah, halas I'm gonna have three goals, and these are my biggest priorities. Like, for example, one uh, religious, uh, like for example, memorize certain amount of surahs Um, second one can be health, you know, run a marathon, whatever. And then third is, um, just the you s- 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 yeah, something else. Anyway, uh, yeah, private. So that's my th- that's the three goals instead of ten, and then man, like when it's three, and life gets busy, sometimes you don't. You you don't prioritize it because there's other things on the list. Like for example, uh, I'll go gym. Gym isn't even on the list because it's, my goal is to run a marathon, which is running. It's different than gym, but I'll go gym six days a week, and then you know I'll read. And reading isn't bad, but reading isn't as important as memorizing because memorizing is the goal. Yep. reading is like a it's a good habit to have on the side. And then you would do all these things that are productive and important and good habits, but it's really not as productive and not the most important task or thing you should be doing. And, and that's what it, I yeah. find so much. Like I'm doing this, going gym five, six days and reading, but I'm not memorizing and I'm not
2: improving my cardio, but, which is the running goal. Yeah. But should you be going five days a week then? Like that's the question. It's hard because like I even, I I've noticed myself as well, like with the reading or... I don't go to gym as much now because it's not the goal. In the past, I was going and I was telling myself subconsciously, I want to get into running. I want to get into running. But it's like you're making the time for gym instead. Why? It comes back to
0: priorities as well, man. Because like, are you wanting to be a, a full-time athlete? Are you playing for a football club or whatever? Like, do you need to go to the gym five days a week? You got to ask yourself these questions.
1: I think it's more, it's easier to do and you feel productive. Yeah, yeah, it like is. me reading, open up a book, read 10 pages. I feel productive. And it's the easier thing to do. But memorizing is hard. Learning a language is hard. And that's where I should be putting my energy. But because it's there's more friction, you don't do it. And that's where focus comes in. And then yeah. I'm like, man, it's been a, a month I haven't memorized anything. Why am I wasting an hour on Instagram? And these type yeah, of things, yeah. you know? Which is wor- the worst situation to put yourself in because you put yourself down and it's harder to get back up. And then you start deeping it. And you're like, man, I, I could have done this. I could have memorized the Jews in the last month. And then you over um overthink about just going back to a five minute habit. Like, man, I used to memorize for an hour a day. Now you're telling me just do five minutes? I'm not doing that. I wanna do an hour. And you go too hard and you go back down.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So like all right, we spoke about reflection. So now moving forward like for the next five years, all right, reaching into our thirties, early thirties. What are your, like your main objectives or like goals that you would want to achieve? Like Obviously, don't get too specific, but um, things look, that you would Yeah. If you have a
1: podcast, I think you have to, you can be a bit open. You kind of just have to be. Yeah. Um, you can't keep every. There's certain, obviously, things you should keep private. But I can say generally, like, um,
0: before 30, you said? Uh, yeah. Or just... saying it's four or five years.
1: Yeah. I think um, next four or five years, it'll be good for me... I want to hit peak health. Obviously, it's a, that's a, not a descriptive thing, but... I really want to be in the best physical health I've ever been in and right now I don't feel like I am So, inshallah in the next mm-hmm. five years another intention re- realistically when you write it down on a piece of paper it's achievable in five years because for example I want to memorize I want to memorize the Quran inshallah that's the intention of mine for life I think every Muslim should have the intention to memorize the Quran because even if it doesn't happen you still the reward will be with Allah and when you look at a five year plan it's like even if you memorize 30 juz 6 juz a year it's 120 pages so it's like it's each, de- each three days you memorize a page. It's like four lines a day. Like when you break it down, it's like that's achievable in five years. Yeah. I most likely won't memorize the Quran in five years, but the goal would be inshallah to become a hafidh, you know, as soon as possible, as soon as I can. So that's that's a, that's one major goal. I think I I broke down my goals into periods of life. Yep. So like before thirty, for example, become a hafidh. Yeah. Thirty to forty, we'll say to become a black belt in BJJ. In forty to fifty, you l- you learn a language, whatever. Like I broke
2: down, I did different things. I have a, I have a lot good. of goals, bro. Yeah, because it's yeah, it's making the most of where you're at now. Mm. Because you look at things like learn a language, for example. Yeah, I did it, whatever. But it's like, what can I do in, for example, in your forties and fifties that you can't do now? Yeah, run a marathon. I don't know, for example, where it's like you know identifying these things and honing in on that. Mm. Where it's like making the most of your time now, your age, your health, getting peak health. You might look at it at a certain age. Oh, I want to go peak health, but I should have done it then. Because maybe it's just not the same things happen, injuries, whatever. But it's just like accepting where you are and making the most of it. Mm.
0: Speak to people, man. I have so many friends who are in their 30s. And they tell me, bro, once you reach 30, it's like you can't play soccer anymore yeah. without getting injured. Like you're getting a new joint injury or this or that every, every week, True. you know? So it's like, really look into your 30s and say, all right, what are things that I can do now that weren't... I think sustaining
1: peak health is easier than uh, achieving it. But for me, like before 30, I think Quran and Arabic will be a good focus. Then after that, you can prioritize other things. Like you just have those periods of life. Mm -hmm. But sometimes when something's so vague or so big, you just delay it, delay it, delay it, you know? Like if I look back, since I came back from overseas and studied Arabic, my Arabic hasn't gotten better. Really? And it's been five years. Same Hasn't really gotten better. And if it has its percentages, it's not like I went up a level. That's five years. Imagine you, you did one word a day. You know, 2,000 more words, whatever it is. So now just could put an Arabic, and then next period I'll do other things. Have you guys thought about that? That's all well before 30? I'm five, years. So. five years? Five years? You Can't as, ask the as question much, and man. not answer. You
2: no. want to go first? Uh, <laughs> not as much as I should because in a way where it's like you think about the 5 year period and you can think of there's one there's the one side yeah you think of grand ideas but then it's like can i do that can i really do that or am i not thinking big enough because 5 years is a bloody long time obviously you could do so much but i'll i'll stick with 30 because then it's like a, a few for me it's mainly around arabic studies and ironman Basically. You want to clear Ironman? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Is that a goal one day? Definitely, Inshallah, I will. In Australia? See, 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 to to I me, I that's I not I g- a goal because I can't swim like I that. Like, the idea of
1: swimming I a kilometer you is can, like...
2: I, w- I will become like that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like that. I like that mentality.
1: Did you hear? That was like a... One
2: thing oh, right. at a time. One thing yeah. at a time, Amazing. Inshallah.
1: I rate that. Yeah, I Say I be- it again to
2: me. I believe it. I can see it. I can see the vision. So, that's one thing... You eat nitrogen like every day? <laughs> I will now, Sorry, go on. Yeah, so... These are like only those type of goals I've thought of. I haven't thought maybe the type of person I want to be in terms of like the lifestyle, the habits, time management. I guess that thing also fluctuates in a way because these things that arise in your life that maybe you don't expect, you know, new new chapters as well. So I would say mostly those two goals are the priority because it's a few years from now. So it's a bit more realistic. Whereas five years... It seems so far away that's like how do I even manage? How do I even calculate it? Because I remember we did the one day course, yeah. We did the five years and he broke it down to three years, one year, six months, and it's hard, man. Because you know you sit with yourself and you're just thinking, can I really do this? Like this is where the doubt creeps in because you're thinking, big. You're writing it down, but it's like when you break it down, that's where it gets serious. Because it's like, how can I actually do this? How can I actually become a high rhythm, like memorize the Quran? How can I actually become fluent in Arabic?
1: I think we also undervalue like how much you can actually achieve in five years. Like We don't understand what... F- because we've never done five years of discipline and focused towards a goal, we don't understand what you can achieve in five years. So we look like, for example, we say Iron Like You can do that in maybe a year of training. You know, like people yeah. probably, that, or even two years. Like, you, it's not a five-year goal. Like, really, same as Arabic and depend, and Quran, depending on where you're at, could be a really a two-year like of discipline and focus. But we don't understand that, so it's like we we delay goals and give ourselves more time because we don't understand how long it actually takes.
0: Yeah, yeah I agree. True. It's a bit of fear as well yeah. and doubt.
2: I don't think we, well, maybe for myself, but I don't think. Enough of us, maybe sit down with these thoughts and think about like, what can I actually do in this much time? You know, the impact you can make.
1: The tough things for me, like, I don't have a lot of people I can look up to mm. that are doing similar things. Like, for example, some guy that's 40 and he goes, Man, I remember when I was your age, like, for example, making videos, or I know him. He goes, like, I was 25 and I'm like, Man, like, I want to memorize the Quran. So I went and did it. It took me five years. And then at 30, I went and did this. Like, there is obviously people like that, but I don't know them because a lot of them, like, they keep to themselves, which isn't an issue. But then for people like us that want to resonate, take from them, take lessons, we don't know them, you know? And yeah. that's why, like, on the podcast, we meet so many people that are experts in their in their field. There isn't anything wrong with it. They're experts. But for us, I think we want to be very good at a lot of fields instead of experts at one because we haven't found, like, our life purpose in BJJ, like Burak. We mm. want to be good at wrestling. In archery, which want to be good at archery. We don't want to run an archery club. Like, it's different for us compared to other people. And that's where we don't find that person that's really good at a lot of things and can kind of give us guidance.
2: Yeah. You can... You there, there'll, come, there'll come a time for us as well, like, where it's like... There'll be a year when you do, for example, maybe you go overseas or whatever it is, where it's like, Quran, Arabic. Like, there's nothing else going on. That's your number one focus. Like, the... I think there's time and place for these type of goals, specific goals, where you get the opportunity, the opportunity arises where it's like, I can go 100% in this goal Mm -hmm. and not worry too much about the others. But then now, because honestly, like us thinking like this, it's quite, it's quite rare to hear people, are just thinking like this? I think maybe also as well, like looking at more than one aspect, like you said, looking at more than one aspect, it's not a common thing. Maybe
1: I, th- I think when I, when I was saying the guidance, like sometimes you don't need the guidance. You already know what you need to do. And that's just an excuse. Like you want to meet someone that's done it. It's like, what does that change? Why can't you? Yeah. So that maybe it's just an excuse I'm making one thing. But I think, you know, the thing about people not wanting this stuff, I think in their early 20s, a couple of years ago, we could say that about boys in the community. Like they don't have this high aspiration, stuff like that. But I'm pretty sure now people are knocking, people are realizing like, hey, you know, I should have done more. Let me do more now. Like, early 20s people are just kicking back. I think now mm. late 20s people are switching. We've got to give credit. Mashallah, the Muslim community we're yeah, doing true. well. true.
2: It has. Alhamdulillah.
1: Yeah. But no one's doing as well as Barissa.
0: So let's tell us your goals, bro. So
1: nah. shine away, <laughs> Le.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm the same, to be honest with you. Um, You're going to copy me or Ali then? <laughs> uh, you. <Same. laughs> ah, nah, for me, it's just um, like uh, I'm the same, bro, as him. huh? <laughs> <laughs> in a way, in a way, yes. I look after I'm everyone. Joking, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um...
1: Am I that much taller than you?
0: Is that why? I'm actually taller than you. <laughs> you sure? I'm taller than you. I'm, I, I, I am. I am. <laughs> How tall are you? I'm 178, 179. Uh, I, I'm, si- I'm six foot. <laughs> centimetres? I'm huh? six foot. I, I don't go by foot, bro. That's. Taller, I'm, one, I'm 183, six foot. Are you actually? Yeah. Oh, we'll see you later. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Me? No, no, I said oh, I'm 178. 178 centimetres. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm in the same frame as this guy because we got like a couple more years till we're 30. SubhanAllah.
2: Time flies, yeah? Nothing wrong with that, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, You look stressed. Nothing wrong with that, bro. bro. I am stressed now. I'm (laughs) joking.
0: Um, For me, it's just increasing knowledge. Uh, Obviously, knowledge is... There's a lot behind it. But for me, like the way I see things is, all right, in this next phase of my life, um, inshallah, I'll meet someone, get married, have kids, you know? And then I'm like, (laughs) going back to that whole role role model thing. Um... I need to know to a certain standard so that I can teach my kids as well. Mm-hmm. So that's very important because I see what I see in the community nowadays is a lot of p- parents are pushing their kids towards um, classes and t- to different teachers and stuff. But like we have the ability to teach our own kids as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's wrong to send them to send them externally out, but um, it's our responsibility as well to teach them. You know, to a certain level of, uh, for example, the Quran or teaching them Arabic or uh, certain things so for me it's just increasing my knowledge obviously i want to obviously become a hafiz as well but um i won't put a time frame on it but i really want to increase increase in my effort in trying to become a hafiz in the next five years inshallah that's one of my biggest goals um learning arabic uh, <laughs> i've said i wanted to learn like five languages <laughs> <laughs> by, the, know, by this age and it's not you it's know it's not it's looking bad
1: good. Last year, I'm pretty sure, in January, when we both travelled, you went to Morocco and stuff. Yeah, and you came back. You're like, "Bro, I want to learn French and Arabic." And I said, "Let's do start or whatever." Now I'm like, "Bro, it's been a year," and I don't know about you, but I haven't leveled up. And I'm like, "Damn, like a year." You had, the, you remember how excited you were? Exactly. And I was thinking back on that moment. I'm like, "Poor man." I
0: remember the first episode I had done actually. Um, I'm like, I want to learn French. <laughs> I want to learn Moroccan Darija. I want to learn um Arabic. And so kind I haven't even cracked one of them yet. Yeah. So it's a bit embarrassing, but. Look, it's still an interest of mine. I really want to do learn um, one of the big languages like French, for example, because you can speak French technically, not everywhere, but like if you go all around Africa. A lot of Muslims of as, well. You're, you're, as well. You'll meet
1: someone. that It's a it's universal language.
0: Exactly. So that's one of my goals as well, to learn a few languages um, heading into my 30s. Um, and yeah, just I guess, look, I, I don't like saying this, but I'm tired of working nine to five or eight to four, whatever you want to call it. Um, I feel like it's time to kind of uh, look into opportunities where you can work for yourself, you know, and that's really important. Um, I feel like a lot of people are comfortable in the nine to five, and I, I don't, I don't blame them. But I feel like if you want comfortability and like if you want to really enjoy your life, you just got to do something for yourself, something that you enjoy, something that you wake, want to wake up and just like like doing without being forced to, without being forced to, what's it called?
1: Um, I think it, to just, it yeah. just doesn't fit your val- your values and your life goals because there's nothing wrong with nine to five. You know, a lot of, for a lot of people, it gives them structure. They find a good company. You know, it works al- along with their mission and their goal in life, like their passion. Why are you going to deny someone passion for them to start a business where 95% of small businesses fail? True? And if true. especially if they're super happy. If someone's happy with what they're doing, we, we really can't say much but for the guy that's working 9 to 5 and hating it and goes I don't want to be an entrepreneur I don't want to be this that then the, the, the blame is on you if you don't want to take action that's we, true. Can't, we can't force people to you know leave the 9 to 5 when they're happy
0: true? Mm. yeah it's true like alhamdulillah I, I, I'm working a good um, 9 to 5 job at the moment but like you want to eventually like have more time to yourself as well and you want to learn as you go as well so mm. That's one thing that I'm looking into. Inshallah, that's why I started my own visuals page um, or visuals type of business. Um, which what? I yeah. oh, will we'll continue from there. Um, yeah, that's why I started Barissa Visuals. Uh, it's my own visuals type of media photography. I have interest in photography media. Um, I've been doing it for many years, but like it's like it's time to step out there. Um, as you can see, there's so many content creators out there. Um, doing their own thing. And one unique field that I've kind of entered now that not many people are doing within our community is FPV drones, uh, its first point of view. So it's it's hectic. you got to just get into it because like, I get to spend time by myself and I get to really see nature uh, firsthand. So that's one thing I'm looking into and inshallah, people will see more content in regards to that over the next um, couple of months. But um, yeah, just inshallah, if I can get into that into that field it'll be good and yeah i guess just go with the flow i feel like i've i've traveled to a certain st- uh to a certain level of what's it called to, uh, like I, i've had goals of I, i've had travel goals but like
1: you've accomplished them
0: yeah like uh, i think i'm done with traveling after this year inshallah but yeah i think that's that's enough for me yeah
2: oh, damn. I you put that. me on the spot alhamdulillah yeah. that's, that's good It's good. We want to hear the stuff you're doing.
1: That's why it's amazing to see what you're doing. And uh, the good thing about being on the spot is sometimes when you have too much time to think, you'll change your answer. So now you're being honest. And that's really the goal for anyone that's, uh, you know, thinking about the the goals. Like, now Ramadan's a month away. This is literally like your reality checks. Okay, let me either get my life in check for Ramadan to make the most of it or just the rest of the year. It's a good kind of thing. And that's why we wanted to do this episode just to kind of speak about that. Even us, we don't get to see each other a lot. So even just for me to. I didn't know this guy's goal is half um, or full marathon. He's Masogi. Yeah. I didn't know Iron Man. Didn't know about Bruce Village. Uh, Bruce Village, <laughs> what? <or laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't say that. Village, on, bro. Yeah, I didn't say Village. We'll see, but I didn't know how important it was to you. So it's actually very good to see. Yeah. Inshallah.
0: Alhamdulillah. But yeah, flowers to this guy. I'll be honest with you. We had a chat a couple of months ago in regards to like short term goals and we, we spoke about the running club and just creating an environment and a community and subhanAllah he's got it up and running and Ali tell him how many people rocked up to the first session
2: the running oh zero no one no rocked, one one up, rocked up can yeah. you imagine
0: and then he turned around
1: and I did see the video on the other day when he was running up and down this random thing in Roxy? Like 20 brothers running yeah up and down subhanAllah so and that drone shot
0: it just it just shows Shallow, yeah, yeah the in can work out yeah
2: Yeah, but it's good, like, obviously now, like, this part of, like, you know, late 20s is the difference where you start to think more about now, but you're thinking about five years' time, Brissa. You know, the life you're living, the people that's going to be around you, whether it's, like, starting a family or not, but it's, like, how you're spending your time. You think about how your future self, like, five-year self, will thank yourself now.
0: Exactly, yeah, I agree. So
2: then the the steps you're doing and taking – and the habits you, you're building, the how you're spending your time, your future self will thank you. So, I think just thinking like that, w- which I have as well, and I think everyone listening to this should. I think even just the smallest change, you think about it in five years' time. Don't just think about it for next week or next month. It will compound. All right,
1: done. Yeah. Done. Wrap it up here. Done, inshallah. Inshallah. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, thank you, Barissa, very much for jumping on the couch when Sahel and legendary uh, out of town and busy. So, claps to Barissa. <clears throat> came in clutch. He's the only one repping Fading Commerch as well. So, thanks again for that. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Remember to like, comment and subscribe. And we'll see you next
2: week.